Hello and welcome to the Talk of the Village, where we discuss small business in Kosciuszko County and what makes our county unique. My name is Alexandria Sanchez. I'm a managing partner at Clear Vision Media, a Grow with Google agency in Winona Lake. Today we are going to be speaking with Lyle Schrock, who is a small business owner who owns The Lab, a tablet and phone repair shop in downtown Warsaw. Let's learn a little bit about Lyle and how he started his business. What we strive for here at the lab is to create smiles um, with our with any customer that comes in, whether we solve their issue or point them in the right direction, um, you know, repair or just you know help them in whatever way that is. If we can bring a smile to our client's face, then we have done our job. If we can make something better for them, or lead them in the right direction, if we can't help them, um, that's. The main goal for creating smiles. I started this business also to help people and, and care for people so um, we want to do that as fully as we can. But creating smiles it's actually how it's kind of started was the lab the name of you know the shop is and the business is uh, came from creating smiles. It wasn't like we um, picked out the lab, came up with the lab, and then picked out Creating Smiles. It was, hey, I want to make this a positive experience, and so Creating Smiles became the tagline, and then at a lab that you're creating stuff, and so here we're creating things and fixing things, and I think that's um, where I get a lot of the joy out, is helping people and having challenges and fixing things every day. But kind of my, my background and stuff is very unique, um, compared to a lot of people because I grew up Amish. So for those that aren't aware, that is a community that uh, still drives horse and buggy. But I think because of that background is I grew up on a farm and uh, the one thing that really sticks out to me from that experience and that growing up in that environment is and being limited to even back then to connecting with people when we needed something fixed or had issues is just that drive and that ability to say okay I don't know how to do this but I can figure this out but it was really something my dad always said that really has stuck with me and especially since I started the business has really like um, I, I see how valuable that was and that is if somebody else has done it even though you might have no idea how to do it, you can learn how to do it. I know that um, growing up Amish, education expectations are a little bit different. Can you talk about that in your experience and how you then transitioned, I guess, into the working world? So in education, I only have an eighth grade education because that's in that community that is um, what they do. And then you, we graduated, but you know, some could say, oh, you dropped out, but it's graduated. And then I went straight to work. My first job, I'm so thankful for it, was in a hardware store. And in that, I learned so much because um, I was all, I was the shy guy um, that, you know, in, in a group of people, um, I like to hide in the corner <laughs> unless I know, that, know those people, you know. Um, so it really taught me how to connect with people one-on-one and how to help people in that and what it truly um, means, that connection is so key and I think that's the beauty of small businesses entrepreneurs is that you get to actually connect with people and actually listen to people instead of making a decision for the majority. So the expectation after you graduate eighth grade which is standard is that you'll go work for your family's business or you'll go work in 
a trade or, or maybe um, labor-based job and you went to work for this hardware store. So what was the genesis of the lab and, and how did that start? I broke my phone. I dropped it and broke <laughs> it. I always fix my own vehicles. I always did my own stuff. I was fixing it um, if I have time rather than pay somebody um, because it's one, I enjoy I enjoy doing that. And then um, it's usually better financially. And then I had some friends say, hey, you fix yours, can you fix mine? Um, and it, I don't know, that was in end of, that was in like September of 2015. And then by November, I was doing like a couple of weeks just for friends, just because word got out. And it was kind of like a side hobby. Um, so I put a post up on, and I uh, put a post up on Facebook, just asking, hey, this is something I learned or taught myself or, you know, educated myself on, is it something that somebody um, would need? And I got like 40 responses back. I did it part-time for a year and a half, um, started in Syracuse, and then moved to Warsaw and um, went full-time. It's been about two years now, full-time, plus adding a couple employees and a different location now and stuff like that. So you've kind of fallen into this small business opportunity. Um, you know, there's a perceived demand for the skill that you have and something you've been able to teach yourself. So then what kind of became your mission and I guess um, what felt really important to you as you were establishing the small business and, you know, making it something that you would continue to do down the line? So kind of my mindset was from every, I always knew I wanted to do two things, right? I wanted to, I thought I wanted to own my own business to change a couple things. Um, one is how, because I only have had a couple bosses that I really respected, um, but all the rest were just, you were just a number. So I wanted to change kind of how employees were treated and taken care of. Um, and I know, you know, you have to, especially during these times, you have to really make decisions. Sometimes that's really hard. But, and then I also um, wanted kind of the freedom um, of it. And I wanted to change change some things from the employee standpoint. So I was always looking, right? But I had no idea what I wanted to truly do. And then when I found that I, one, love to, to figure things out, and this is a challenge every time, and then also helping people, and it just kind of happened. And all of a sudden I go, oh, wow, here it is. But I was in working for my uncle at his metal fabrication shop. I was able to change my hours. So I would go in an hour um, earlier, sometimes even two hours earlier, and then get off earlier um, and still get my normal hour, 40 hours a weekend. And then I would come rush home. <laughs> Surprised I didn't get more speeding tickets. So rush home, take a shower, go into the shop, and you know, be open from 2.30 to 5.00. And I was usually, in, I mean, on days, as it got busier, I would work till 7, 8, 9 o'clock. So like many entrepreneurs venturing into a, a new small business, you were balancing this venture and this new idea with a full-time job. Can you talk a little bit more about that dynamic and, and how that worked for you? A couple. Of, there's so many different ways you can start a business, but I didn't go out and go, okay, I'm going to quit my job or do this and get a big loan. I just literally said, I'm going to put this amount of money that I have into the business. I'm going to grow it outside of my normal job and then put all the money from that back into the business. So I never had to have a monthly payment besides rent and a couple other things, you know, for the business. Um, so I did it different than a lot of people do, but I think it was a lot less stress that way. 
Zig Ziglar said it best years ago, and I forget the line, but expect to always work um, harder than anybody else around you to get what they want but don't have. You think of a phone repair shop as you know very mechanical, and you know it's an appliance and electronic. But I really like how much emphasis you put on how important it is for you and your customers and that customer relationship, and that even if it's just their phone or having another electronic fix, you know, you establish this trust and this brand loyalty and they trust you that if they come to you with a crazy problem, you're probably going to try and find the solution or you're going to put them in the correct avenue to get that solution solved. If you do things right and you take care of your clients, no matter what business you're in, they will always take care of you and they will always come to you on things that you might not specialize in but you they know you can do and they know that you will either be able to help them and give them the right advice or you will send them to somebody that you trust that will treat them just as good i believe that we don't just just have a customer as a one time one time transaction right a client is somebody that trusts you that will come to you no matter what you do they will come to you um in in your field or whatever because they, they trust you and they value your opinion and know that you're going to do what's right and best for them not for you i think you have a very self-made story which maybe is a little bit more relatable to for a lot of people that are trying to get into something what are your favorite avenues for learning and, and continuing your education whether it's with device repair or anything um i think so there's there's multiple parts here that i kind of focus on myself one is community uh connections and through that it doesn't matter what community you're in just get out and make those connections and that's me is being an introvert and not being want to be around crowds it's hard but when you go out and you just put yourself out there and you force yourself to do that um, there's great value in that. It might not be that connection that you get your information from, but they might connect you, say, oh, I know somebody that is into this. And it really, those connections, you know, and some of those people have become my mentors. Um, so it's community connections, uh, mentors. And then I listen to podcasts. Um, a favorite one right now is uh, Business Lunch with Roland Frazier. Ah, it's so good. I've listened um, to that. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of other things. I mean, books, ebooks, um, obviously Google and YouTube with what I do. And then, you know, just, just seeking that information and, and not ever and sitting back and listening. Where would you say, what have been the biggest changes in the lab since maybe the genesis and, and your origin story? Um, and what are you most excited about coming up in the next year or few months? What am I most excited about is just the future in itself and w what I see with um, around electronics and how we rely on them. So um, I've always been taught and thought that uh, diversification is really key um, because if you're, I mean, it's awesome when things are great, when you have one thing you do and you do it very well, right? Um, but if we can, if we can just be known as the shop to not only repair, but take care, be able to solve anything electronic, whether that is a phone, a computer, uh, a drone, 
um, microsoldering, which means, you know, board level work, um, any kind of repair that, I mean, we're in such a throwaway society. And I think we're starting to realize that that, that, that is not good um, to just throw away and it's not sustainable long-term. We can start to, to build things again that um, are worth repairing and that we can repair and the repair parts are available. The biggest opportunity for us in the next year, I think is, is really making people aware. I mean, there's so many people that know about us, but there's so many people that don't know that you can fix a phone. You know, if you didn't know about us, you would go, oh, I just gotta go buy a new phone. Well, depending on what phone you have, you don't, and your phone can last you, you know, five to seven years. So, um, yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. I, I don't want to touch on all those things because there's still some things that have changed that, you know, might happen now, might not with everything happening. But I think um, for the lab, if we do to continue to do what we're doing and doing things right and taking care of customers, um, we can be the one-stop electronic shop, whether that's repair, software, advice. Um, and that's what I think is really exciting. Um, and maybe... <laughs> maybe another location or two. Oh, very exciting. What are ways that people can connect with you and learn more about the lab? What services you offer? Also, just what you're about. Yeah, so um, there's multiple, obviously, on social media. It's Facebook, and it's at the lab repair. Um, Instagram, you know, is not is a lot more just photos and stuff, but it's, again, the lab repair. And then our website is um, thelabrepair.com. And we actually started doing blogs this, this uh, uh, beginning of this year. Those blogs actually have a lot of information in them. Um, and then our website is constantly being updated and more services and stuff added there. Um, and then, I mean, overall, it's, you, you can just come in and kind of see what we're about. Um, but if you if you can't get that feel from between Facebook and and uh, our website, because I, I think and even Google, we're on Google too, you know, at the lab repair. And I want to thank you so much for your time and, and talking a little bit about about your story and and um, the creation of the lab. Yeah, thank you. It's always a pleasure. And it, it I love it because it takes me back to those beginning moments and memories and and, uh, you know, frustrations and excitement and stuff like that. I think the one thing that I want to add here, um, just as a little plug, because this person I will never forget, um, I walked into the Syracuse Chamber of Commerce um, when Tammy was still there, um, and because I said, here, here's my idea. I have no idea what I need to do from a legal standpoint, from anything, what do I do? And she just totally said, okay, so you do this. And I mean, she helped me through that process. And in that, I think, you know, people are like, well, what do I do to start? Well, just ask the question of somebody that you think might know. And if they don't know, they can probably direct you to the right person. And if they don't help you, go to somebody else because not everybody will help you through this. And some people will actually try to kind of deter you sometimes. So go to the people that actually want to help you. Yeah, that's wonderfully said. And I, you know, I think that just is a testament to how important it is to, even if you're introverted, to get connected and to always be asking questions and kind of just always to be searching. Um, 
That was awesome. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. Thank, thank you for, thank you for personalizing that story so much and um, just making it very relatable. We want to thank you so much for joining another episode of the Talk of the Village, uh, where we were able to learn a little bit more about Lyle and the lab. If you would like more helpful resources and ways to connect with the lab, you can visit clearvision.media slash podcast. Please stay tuned with us for more upcoming episodes where we're going to explore more small businesses in our lovely county of Kosciuszko. Thank you.